welcome this is Jane Gardner and welcome to the business of at-home business where we're talking about the home biz startup TV where we're going to be talking about how to start run and grow a home business and today we're going to be talking about subjects that are of interest to anyone who wants to run a home business so I'm Jane Gardner and let's get started I'll be telling you about this show right about now Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Jane Gardner and welcome to Homebiz Startup TD. Today we're going to be talking about um, the five steps to starting a home business because we've been doing this ongoing. Um, we'll have some more sessions on it and today it's going to, we're going to be looking at um, what to offer and how. So let's go have a look at the presentation. So we're looking at the five steps to starting a home business. We've already been looking at some other um, modules. Just go back through Home Biz Startup TV and starting a home business can um, has many moving parts, but anyone can do it if they stay organized. Um, I'm Jane Gardner. I have the um, jane-gardner.com website for mentoring and the business of an at-home business is a members area to learn all about business. I and my husband have been working for 22 years in a home business and we are thinking of retiring so I thought I would come out and uh, make a business out of business um, sorry about on the internet so um, I skipped my there we go and so uh, we work together and um, that's who we are now um, the five steps to starting a home business are to identify your target market uh, which we have looked at create a unique solution set up the business basics, define your brand, and develop a realistic marketing plan. So today we're going to be looking at what to offer and how. Now of course we can go step by step to create the business that's right for you and choose your first product or service to launch. The way you run your business will be influenced by the lifestyle you're aiming for. So we have discussed previously your value and your visions. The sales success of the product or service your new business proposes will be influenced by the value you can demonstrate to potential customers. Bringing these two together and you have a happy entrepreneur and satisfied customers. So we're going to look briefly at the business models and what, which one might be right for you and choose your first product or service to launch. So. A business model is the way a company sells products and services to its customers. Different types of business models suit different types of businesses. The growth of digital products and e-commerce have moved business a long way away from the brick and mortar stores of the past. Of course, they exist, but they still need manufacturers and distributors behind them to make them work. But there are many other models available now for the startup entrepreneur. Let's look at three basic ones. So the, of course, there's a product service or service business. 
and this business makes and sells its own uh, products or services. These can be packaged and distributed either online through e-commerce or in a traditional brick and mortar store. And here are some examples. A marketing consultant who sells a consulting engagement for a monthly retainer fee. A private health coach and trainer who works one-on-one -on -one with local clients but also sells an online course with group health coaching and an aromatherapy expert who has a local store selling oils and diffusers and also has an e-commerce store online. In the other business model would be resellers. So resellers buy other people's products and sell them to make a profit based on the price difference. You can make a business out of this as do many eBay and Amazon sellers. Person-to-person -person exchanges. This business essentially brings buyer and seller together and takes a transaction fee. Dating sites are an example of this. A JV broker brings joint venture partners together would be another one where they get a fee. Airbnb is an example of this as well and of course it has a huge revenue. So how do you choose your business model? Well, consider your big why. When you're choosing the best type of business for you, you need to consider your big why. Running your own business is can have some drawbacks depending on your business model. For example, if you want the freedom to travel and work from anywhere, then having a store that has to be opened every day isn't going to be for you. In that case, you can consider an e-commerce site that can make sales without you needing to be there in person. On the other hand, if you prefer working face-to-face -face with clients, then you'd be better off avoiding online courses and programs and instead offer in-person coaching services. So to select your main business model, take your business idea and think about your lifestyle, vision, and your values, then look at the more, those models that we discussed and decide on the model you use as a starting point. <clears throat> so now that you've considered that, you're closer to operating your business. Next, you need to decide what is the value you're going to offer to your potential customers. You do that by getting clear on your unique value proposition. This should concisely tell your prospects how your product or service can solve problems. Uh, what do you do that's different? What can they expect if they purchase your product or service? What do you do that's extra? The advantages of doing business with your company over your competitors. How do you differentiate your offerings from the others out there? It's essential as a new business to differentiate your offerings from the competition with at least one element of value. So if you're not sure what this could be, there are many things you can add. Some don't cost you any money, but others will have on costs. For example, if you decide to speed up delivery, then you may need to employ extra staff to deal with this or pay for a premium delivery service. Here are some examples of extras. Offer a home delivery service on the weekend. Give an unconditional money back guarantee. Offer easy pay plans to make buying easier. Increase your quality standards or give um, out of all out of hours contact details for them to to get in hold of you if they need you your unique value proposition is the primary reason uh, prospects should buy from you therefore whatever extra element you can add on improves the value of your offerings 
For example, MailChimp says build your brand, sell more stuff, send better emails. Netflix, we all know that, is watch anywhere, cancel anytime. Vimeo, a, Vim a video sharing platform motto or tagline is where videos come first. As you focus on defining your unique value proposition and deciding how you'll differentiate yourself, it's essential to know what's already on the market. You conducted some research previously about your competition for your business idea. You made some notes which you can add to as you take the research deeper to discover what's selling, to whom, and at what price. Above all, you want to find out what value the customer feels he or she is getting. A mix of online and offline competitor research will help you compile the important information. For example, you could use uh, search engines like Google to see what your closest composition is not doing very well. Look closely at where there might be a gap for you to add value. Check out review and recommendation sites. For example, on Amazon, look at the one and two star customer reviews. They'll tell you what's letting the product or service down in the eyes of the customer. Five star reviews are the ones you're aiming for. So what makes this product five stars compared to buyers? There might also be specific sites that relate to your business. For example, TripAdvisor will be useful if you're in the travel or restaurant business. Read consumer magazines which rank products and services based on feedback from testers, for example, Consumer Reports in the US and which in the UK. Play then mystery shopper. Get out in your area and visit stores, ring up suppliers, follow up testimonials from past customers, find out why purchasers are happy or unhappy with a competitor's product or service. So thinking about your UVP, you can identify the pros and cons of similar products or services which you're already selling by doing your research. So identify what makes your product or service unique. What extras can you offer to add value and differentiate yourself further from the competition? How does this tie in with the benefits your customers are looking for? Don't worry if your UVP doesn't fit into a short, succinct statement. We'll come back to this later when we take a look at branding. So another thing that you're going to have to look at is figuring out what is your minimal viable product? So what's that? Well, we'll get into that in a minute. But you're not ready to market yet. Don't be tempted to go for a big launch with a product or service that you think people want with fingers crossed. Take a tip from Lean Startup Methodology. This has its premise that every startup is a grand experiment that attempts to answer a question. The question is not, can this product or service be created? Instead, the questions are, should this product or service be created? Can we build a sustainable business around this set of products and services? The way it works is to ask the question, can we build a sustainable business around this set of products and services or services? And you can trial out on a trial basis the product or service just do a smaller version of whatever your product or service is and get feedback and listen to it. Make adjustments based on the feedback and when satisfied, market the product or service widely. So the pro trial product 
or service for a new business is sometimes called a minimal viable product, which is the most pared down version or product of a service that can still be put on sale as it has just enough to offer to early customers. It has three key characteristics. It has sufficient value to be offered for sale and to find customers even in its initial form. It delivers on its promise and retains early adopters. It provides a feedback loop to guide future development. Through the feedback loop from your customers or clients, you can work towards improvements before you market it on a grander scale. This will be the first of many products or services you offer in the lifetime of your business. So it's good to have a clear starting point and to begin with a good chance of selling something that people actually want. So for example, um, obviously I am on um, television with my TV channels, um, but of course um, that is quite a complex um, product. Uh, so I'm starting with possibly just showing people how to get onto camera for example, and go from there and see if there's any interest in, act in people actually getting on camera and doing similar things that I do. So based on the information put together on your target customer, your business niche, and your marketplace research, answer these questions. What product or service do you propose to sell? What is the most pared down version that will still be a valuable purchase? How did you check out that idea? Did you do enough reach out research? Who is it for? Is it right for your target customers? What will it solve for them? And what is its UVP, its unique value proposition? How will you sell it to customers? E.g., will you use a membership site? Will you use a store? E-commerce? Trade fairs? Farmers markets? Telephone? How are you going to sell this product or service? It all depends on your customers. So, big, big step. You're going to test your minimal um, product. Test it out with a small segment of your market. To be certain as you can that your idea will be a success, test it out with a small segment. Remember, you made notes previously from our discussion on where your ideal customers hang out. This is where to go to find potential testers. Of course, if you already have a few customers and know some suitable people to approach to test your minimal viable product, then do that. Make it clear that you're offering something valuable in exchange for getting honest feedback. For example, you could offer a discount on the price like 50% off, a free tasting sample, a demonstration, a free product, they just pay shipping and handling, um, a course at a 50% off, uh, that is a version of your uh, product. For example, here are some examples. An app developer who advertises for a group to beta test a new app for free. A startup restaurant which gives away free samples in the neighborhood before deciding what should go on the menu. A business coach who offers a new online course at half price. So for example, that would be very much something that I would do. For example, I would do, well, I would do a challenge first just to see if there's any interest in people wanting to get on camera and doing video. And from those people, I would want to see whether or not they'd 
would want to get into a course and that showed them how they could do a show like I'm doing myself here and I would probably have it at 50% off um, because I didn't I would be creating the uh, course and the feedback from them would develop the course to the final um, product so now you're going to have to think about this and you're going to have to get creative so you're going to have to make sure that you have collected enough feedback um, so let's go and think about this so you're looking at selling something obviously and your minimal viable product is going to depend on your product or service so get creative make sure you have a way to collect feedback so for example do you have a facebook group that you can ask or do you have an email list that you can ask the question there in return for the feedback if they um, try out the product or service um, this trial basis is going to be a great way to test whether your idea appeals to your target audience and to collect positive comments or negative comments you'll get priceless feedback so you can make changes that will maximize sales later at that point you will already have established customers and your product will have helped people solve real problems so for example i have been in a course uh, for the last six months um, doing something that I hadn't expected to be doing making maps and outlines of my um, excuse me let me get on set here getting on um, getting on and learning about how to do a funnel in various ways and this was not something that I had planned um, but in order to do that I was able to get it at 50% off what the price will be in the future and we've been doing it for about six months so now I am getting um, to sit down with her and help her develop her program to be appealing to a larger audience by asking what I liked about the course and what I didn't like about the course and how it could be um, better put together so that it would give people more results and of course she asked the other uh, clients as well and this will give her valuable feedback in order to um, design a uh, this product so that it appeals to a larger audience so what what you're going to have to do now is hopefully you'll have the time to just think about your minimal a viable product that you could do or service um, that you could try out with some clients that you have already if you're thinking of developing into a new area and as well what is your unique value proposition I mean if we could do a whole um, course on your unique value proposition and people do and uh, because this is what differentiates you from your competitors so this is what this session was about and I hope you found it uh, interesting and just rewind if you need to think about anything and I'll probably be putting this into a course 
and so you with a workbook and things like that uh, later but for now thank you for listening welcome this is Jane Gardner and welcome to the home business startup toolkit I wanted to speak a little bit about it so you know what you're getting so who am I well I'm Jane Gardner I work with my husband in a structural engineering firm and I came out onto the internet to help others start a home business and I have the business of at home business website and Jane-Gardner website if you want to check me out but I just wanted to show you what was in the home business startup toolkit because without certain tools you won't be able to have a business on the internet so I'm giving you for free video trainings on Mailchimp and Aweber Wix, which is a free website builder, Canva, which is a free graphic creation platform, PayPal, that's free, but of course it's tricky, isn't it? But that's where you get your money. Amazon S3 is for storing all your stuff that you're selling. And of course, everybody needs Gmail. And I've got a course there, Start a Home Business Step-by-Step -step, with a workbook for building your foundations and some tools. And coming in March, I'm going to be putting WordPress up there because it is a very powerful and free platform. So just to give you an idea, I created the five steps to starting a home business uh, course. And in that course, we look through identifying your target market, creating a unique solution, setting up your business basics, define your brand and develop a realistic marketing plan. So that is... Uh, implementable and then uh, so if for those of you who don't know um, Amazon S3 is a storage solution uh, run by Amazon it's very economical and is a place for you to store your assets your videos your audios your programs uh, your and such so I do have some trainings on that so you can start set, setting that up for example how to um, create a new folder or copy and move and rename your files and you have a tour through Amazon S3 and of course I wanted to show you the graphic one which is Canva that has a free version that you can use to create all your social media posts your uh, dashboards your headlines your anything graphic that you want to do they know how to do it and it's free as well of course everybody needs PayPal so I've got a setup of PayPal and how to use PayPal to sell your items and then I'll just give you the last one which is Wix it's a free very easy to use website builder and the version where it is free you have the name of Wix in your domain and you pay a bit more for a paid one but these are all trainings there's about 20 each for each subject so let's go back and have a look at all the subjects again so we have at least 20 uh, trainings on each of these subjects for you and they're free because I want you to get started in getting to know all about the tools that you need on the web and you can have lifetime access so all you have to do is sign up with your email and your name and it will be sent the access to you as soon as possible